0: Welcome to the JFBC Students Podcast. We'll be covering everything from movies, sports, some comedy, and of course, Jasper stuff. But mostly, it'll be talking with our students, their friends, and other Jasper people about their faith and what God is doing in their lives. This is the JFBC Students Podcast. And welcome into the newest edition of the podcast. Today, our guest is the one, the only Mr. Hamp Lee. Welcome in, sir.
1: Thank you. Happy to be here, man. Hopefully, everyone can hear me. I got a little allergies going on, full swing right now. So, tis the season.
0: Yeah, it is. Sneeze attacks everywhere. Um, you can't walk outside without having pollen just to absolutely wrap you up. It's mm-hmm. uh, pretty terrible, actually. It is. So, uh, well, Ham, hey, welcome in. I'm so glad uh, to see you again. You've not been here in Jasper yes. this entire semester. So, uh, tell us where you've been.
1: Uh, I was in D.C., I had an internship with Congressman Adderholt this past semester. It was a pretty interesting experience. Pretty cool sure. to
0: say uh, you were on Capitol Hill. I was. Just uh, living the big life, hanging out with... I don't know uh, about that, but... Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. More than just getting coffee, you were making legislative plans uh, that affect yes. the rest of us low Americans, right? I don't know about
1: that, but I definitely did have to do as part of the getting coffee and the small stuff, too.
0: Well, tell us about it. How was Washington, D.C.?
1: It was great. Uh, I think I had a lot of personal growth, having to learn how to, you know cook and clean everything by myself uh and finding a new church home was a little bit difficult which i did find eventually it took me a little while to get into it but i did find one shout out waterfront church in dc um hey you made
0: the effort you know i mean like a lot of people could have looked at that as hey i'm only here for a couple months there's really no need for that But you took the, you you, you did it,
1: so. Yes, Uh, I tried a little bit with one of my D-Now counselors from a few years ago that you, obviously, you introduced me to and connected me with, Garrett and his wife, Caitlin. I went to their church a few times, and they are a part of the band. They got a great thing going on, a great church family. Uh, It was a little far from me, but they definitely introduced me into, like, how church is done up there. It's a little different than it is here. Uh, definitely different than what I'm used to, but it was a good experience, and I'm glad that I got it. So. It's,
0: it's wild. It's a small world to connect with them. And, yes. Uh, they go to a very, very large church yes. in D.C., yeah. led by a uh, very famous and awesome pastor. So uh, shout-out, Garrett. Shout-out, Caitlin Sellers, for uh, taking hemp under their wings for a little bit. And uh, seeing them. So, were there any other things about DC that really stood out to you or your time working there? Um, Uh,
1: Like I was telling you, if we're talking about just in a general sense, working wise, it was cool to do the congressional record statements and getting to see the work. Like, you know, the uh, speeches that I was writing being spoken by the congressman on the floor, on the record, sent out a few tweets, which is a cool thing. You had
0: access to the congressman's. Twitter, so uh, a there was bit. there was no was never never a moment of hesitancy to go out and tweet something that uh, just for the fun of it.
1: No um, vikes. Yeah, yeah. We do go vikes. Shout out Jonathan Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> but, you should have done it. You had your opportunity. Yeah, right? I, I should have. I should have. But I guess I missed that missed that chance.
0: But overall, you enjoyed your time there.
1: Oh yeah, I had a great time. Uh, met a lot of friends that I think I'll have for a while and connections that'll definitely last a lifetime. So, all useful.
0: Well, we're glad that you're back. We're glad that you're here. And uh, obviously Jasper is not Washington, D.C. You can't just go eat at a fancy restaurant or even a well-known restaurant, you know, like a chain. But um, but we're glad to, to have you back. What was, yes. what was uh, like today, you and I had Los Reyes. Did you miss anything, any Jasper cuisine while you were up there? Oh. Yeah, I,
1: I honestly did not have as much Mexican while I was there, Sad. and I was missing Los Reyes. Uh, shout out Los Reyes. Shout out Los Reyes. Um, and, you know, there's always something about, like, home. Like, I love Gabby's, big Gabby's, <laughs> uh, big Gabby's guy. So I think I'm going to have to take a trip there pretty soon. Uh, you know,
0: well, shout out Gabby's. Uh, yeah. We could easily be sponsored. We should do an episode from Gabby's. Yes get money yeah. from them and be sponsored uh just throwing that out there I like, can yeah, balls in your court uh so in my time here I've been here since you were a freshman in high school of your eight semesters you have been gone like for the entire semester for two of them yeah I've so
1: definitely had an interesting high school experience to say unique, the least A unique high school experience
0: y'all are big travel people right
1: yes we do a fair bit of that. As a
0: family, but not just that, but one of the semesters you spent in Switzerland, uh, your brother Murphy obviously did that as well. Yes. And probably soon to be Burton at some point. But um, yeah. tell me about travel, whether it be you doing the Switzerland thing or uh, you were telling me about a big senior trip coming up. I mean...
1: Um, travel is really kind of... Uh, I, I really enjoy interacting with other cultures and it has given me... A certain love for like the environment and nature and just being out in things like one of my favorite things to do when I travel is just go hiking or skiing or you know whatever. Um, In Switzerland it really that really was put to the test and it really developed there because that was a lot of what we did was skiing, hiking, Rock climbing, along with school. The school was very difficult. Don't get yes. me wrong. Uh, it wasn't a free pass. Yeah, yeah, it was not. It wasn't like I was just, you know, gallivanting around Europe for a semester. But it was, uh, it was definitely a lot of growth and learning uh, there, and it continues. Um, yeah, the senior trip that I have coming up is pretty fun. Uh, fun fact: It's not super expensive to go. I'm doing this is like we've been planning this for a while, and. I'm really excited we're going to get to go and I'm getting to doing a scent of the atlases in Morocco, which is crazy Whoa. that I'm saying that out loud, but that's, that's okay. when my senior trip and it's kind of an opportunity the Lord put in front of me, so, you know, with my love of the environment and travel, I get to go experience another culture that I've never been to before with, uh, with a lot of different religious beliefs that I think is going to be good exposure while also, you know, getting the... Environmental part of doing a little bit of a climb, uh, that'll be fun.
0: That is uh, quite the climb, yes. And so, uh, wow, I, yes. I didn't know we didn't talk about this before, so that's uh, this a pretty big deal.
1: Um, I'm very
0: fortunate and excited. Fortunate and excited. Now, out of all the places you've been, is there somewhere like that stood out the most, or somewhere that you maybe you like to go back to? Um, one place that I always feel at home is obviously
1: Zermatt in Switzerland. I There are a lot of connections there, a lot of friendships made, and uh, believe it or not, I spiritual there we went. There were a few times where it was a little different because we were a German-speaking mm-hmm. part, and so obviously – a tad bit different. Yeah, you can, you can understand everything, but uh, – Me and my friends, uh, we used to occasionally on Sundays, if we had the time to, if we didn't have to, you know, write a paper or do whatever else, Mm -hmm. we would try to go to the Catholic Church. Even though it was different and in German, you can still, you know, feel the Lord moving when you're singing the hymns and Mm. attempting to sing the hymns. And, you know, doing all the—I don't want to say going through the motions because that puts it wrong because there's a a spiritual connection to— being in the service and going through that. And it was really nice to be able to do that in such a different way than what I was used to that I really enjoyed there.
0: I was in Ecuador for a mission trip one time and everything there obviously would be in Spanish yeah. and one of the worship services, I think that was, I got the most out of that than I did anything else. Didn't understand anything that was happening, but you could feel yeah. the spirit of the Lord among the place when you're we in seminary, people sang uh, revelation song, great worship song. And we had different multiple people in New Orleans that were obviously from different countries. And so you had an English singer and then a Spanish speaker and then multiple different languages all at once. It was awesome yeah. because God understands all those things. And, uh, you anyway, know, I, I liked that how you brought that up. I think that's really cool. Yes. Um, you, you, you were telling me you got the opportunity to even go to Switzerland in the first place through a camp that you guys do every summer, right? Yes. Uh, tell us about your camp, because since I've been here, y'all have talked a lot about it, and then obviously it's been a big part of your life.
1: Yes, camp has been a huge part of my life. Uh, camp Longhorn in Burnett, Texas. Hook'em Horns. Hook em, no, not Hook'em no. Horns. Fight on. But no, um, it's in Burnett. It's uh, about an hour outside of Austin, and it was one that my mother went to when she was growing up, and so it's, it's like one of those places that – like, from the outside, people think it's kind of cultish and, you know, one of those one of those things. But uh, the community's been great. It's really, uh, I feel like, personally, expanded my horizons, introduced me to some of my best friends. And I, I'm sure mine's a little bit different, you know, because I'm out in Texas, and that's originally... When, when my mom started going to camp there, she lived in Waco in Texas, and so that... So we just continued going there. But I'm sure a lot of, like... I've seen a lot of people go to, like, Camp Laney and Camp Skyline with a lot of these similar experiences. Yes. And so I'm sure there's a lot of people relating to these camp friends. Oh, they totally get it. And they understand yeah, it. Yeah, it's it's a whole uh, a whole thing. And I think camp also really helped my spiritual journey because of a place that I still actually go to every morning. While I'm there as a counselor, I wake up and I go for a run to Church Mountain to watch, you know, some of what I think is... The most beautiful things that God can do is the sunrise and the sunset. And I can Amen. watch the sunrise over the lake, and there's a cross, and it's it's a beautiful thing that I enjoy being out.
0: So you'll send us a video yes, this year. I'll send you a video. This year. I'm expecting 100%, 100%. that that I'm going to see that uh, sometime this because you're going back as a counselor. Yes, I'm not sure how many more
1: years I'll be going back, but definitely
0: this one. Well, you know, that camp has been a big part of y'all's life, yes. and I think that. In a lot of ways, camps can really shape you. Uh, you mentioned Camp Skyline. We, I know plenty of people mm-hmm. in our own ministry that have gone and done that. and uh, Summer camps have a big role in a lot of that. So the podcast episode that actually precedes this one was all about camp, like the church camp that we're going to this summer. And there's just something special about those camps that you guys go to as well as, as – I don't know. There's just something about taking time in the summer, yeah, blacking all that out and, and spending time. And y'all's obviously uh, deep in the heart of Texas. Yes. Uh, no better state, no better place <laughs> to be. Uh, you can't beat that. And so I, I've always heard y'all talk so fondly, uh, especially you, about your time at Camp Longhorn. But speaking of the summer, it is April right now when we are recording this episode the summer even though it didn't feel like it today boy it's cold uh the summer is here you guys y'all live on the lake and is there something you just love about being on the lake or smith lake or summer days i know y'all go to the beach a bunch uh i'm a lake person i love especially i love smith lake uh i don't know where i was going with it when i wrote that down but uh just something about being on the lake or being having the summer and being able to have some freedom.
1: Yeah, I I'm excited for the summer. Just mainly, th- yeah, to get back on the lake. I really enjoy wake surfing. It's one of my big things. And you're any good at it. Yeah, I'm pretty good. You know, I can hold on for sure. Hold Living at the around. lake and everything. Uh, I I still the this 360 is eluding me. And, and yeah, <laughs> this that's summer. That's your goal. This that's summer is that. That's my goal. Summer
0: 2022. Hamp is gonna hit the 360 on the wake surf. Yes. Uh, I don't want this to sound. Uh, like I'm not cool yes. or that I'm older, but, uh, I don't even know what wake surfing really is. Uh, it's the one where you don't use a rope, yes. right? And you're not hooked on to the, it sounds like insanity I to mean, me. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You can be, uh, you're not worried the about the
0: propeller at all.
1: No, 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 no. Cause like when you fall, you fall like backwards, the boat's going to keep going. You're not going to get hit by the
0: propeller. New question. Have you ever seen Jaws? I've not seen Jaws. Okay, you've never seen Jaws. I've not seen Jaws. Oh, that's a new podcast okay. episode right there! Wow. Right. <laughs> uh, well, it's about a giant shark. I, I know that. Your most. thoughts on wake surfing with—you never know where that is.
1: Yeah, I mean. Uh,
0: yeah, technically, it's a shark. He's supposed to be in the ocean, but.
1: But yeah, I mean, it yeah, could yeah. definitely. You don't I know. mean. You hear the stories about the man and catfish in Smith Lake. I mean, maybe no. I have
0: not heard that. Oh, that was like a that was like
1: a huge thing joke that we used to have in middle school. I don't know if I don't Let's know talk if that's here. still around. That's,
0: but that's I'm legit kind of terrified of that right now. The one with the catfishes are like supposed to be really really big. Yes, you're making me very afraid right now.
1: they most of them are over by the dam. Well, that's where I go kayak. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, I don't. I don't know. That's just what we used J five. Jaden Caldwell, he, uh, J5, he used to always, whenever he'd come over, he would hate going over near the dam because he was terrified of the catfish. He would not get in the lake. and. Well, now like, we he, can add he, someone else is terrified of it. Yeah. <laughs> because now <laughs> I'm going to think
0: about that the entire time I go out there. And I'm not even Ooh. joking. I will legitimately think. Of, I was joking, obviously, about Jaws. Yes. But I'm not joking about the giant it's, catfish. It's giant catfish. Uh, who's the best at wake surfing? Oh, Me. You okay? And yeah. out, of,
1: out of I I think I personally think I'm the best. Okay. I definitely put the most time into it, but that's opportunity, not yeah. probably not desire.
0: Skill, you got you got the skill. We used to wakeboard. Does anyone wakeboard? Oh and
1: yeah, uh, Jack Ballard. Shout out Jack Ballard. Yeah, I know he's pretty good. Insane at, at wakeboarding. He's incredible.
0: I bet money, and not money because this is a Christian podcast, but yes. in the term just bets. Uh, yeah. I probably. Was and possibly still am a better weight boarder than Jack Ballard. Okay. I want that in writing. Mm-hmm. Um, All right. The truth shall set well, you yeah, free. We'll,
1: have to fa- we'll find out this summer. Um, we'll find out this yeah, summer, yeah. right?
0: Challenge accepted. Uh, you're a senior. Shocker. Yes. I know. And your time is coming to an end. And we're going to talk about college in a moment because you've made your college decision here recently. Yes. But we got to look back first. And of so. Course. What are some things when you think about your time in Jasper that sticks out the most to you? What are some of your favorite Jasper memories? What are the things that that when you when you move on yes that you're going to look back and say, "Man, I miss that." Uh there are
1: definitely a lot of things that I've loved about being here in Jasper. One that I think everyone can relate to is definitely the football games. Uh, the sense of community that we have, the student section is always a great time. Uh, I really miss getting to run because Luke and Charlie Beth are two of my best friends, Moises too, three of my best friends. And a lot of the times this season, we were the ones running the flags out on the field and you know leading the football teams run out, which was really a cool experience for me and one that I'll definitely remember for a while. Uh, another huge part of my life for the past some 18, so I guess like 13 years or so. I mean, it's been a long time, uh, is a swim team, mm. for sure. I have I mean, it's, the practices are tough to get through, <laughs> for sure. But, you know, you all go through that terrible, or, you know, what, however you feel about practice that day. You all go through that together as a team, and no one else, personally, I've uh, – Swim superiority complex. I think we're the toughest sport to do, hands down. I think it's toughest physically on you.
0: Well, it's the whole body. You yeah. Know I mean, it's it's a real workout.
1: Us in wrestling, I would put pretty pretty similar to my wrestlers out there, uh, but and no one else, no other sport, I feel like can really relate to a lot of the physical things that swimmers have to do. Um, just all the flipping, the pulling, the, your lungs. I mean. It, there's a lot. and That'd it, be the
0: hardest part to me yeah. is holding your breath for a lot of that and then obviously when you're up breathing and catching your breath and looking down that's a lot.
1: Yeah, it's it's definitely something and it's 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 made definitely a community on the swim team. We've all grown up because we all started about at the same age uh, as each other. Like the seniors of this year it's been me Luke Oliver Ethan West Ella Lynn and then Someone who did not join as early as us but is, is, is much a part of the team and a part of the senior class as Sophia. She's been a great addition. Love her on the team. Shout out to all those people. Yeah, shout out to all of them. Uh, they really made my swim years great. I can look on, back on that fondly for sure. And then one last honorable mention that's outside of school would be definitely the youth group. Shout out to – Justin Lincoln oh, Moody. No. Yeah, don't shout, shout out Lincoln. <laughs> shout out Lincoln. Shout out Lincoln. Uh, for making the like our middle school. Uh, I think I started youth in sixth grade with Matt Law speech, speech at the. Shout out Matt. Shout out Matt. <laughs> and Matt Law speech at the, as the youth pastor, and then Lincoln for a little bit, uh, Mr. Moody, and then not you. And, sad day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. But sad
0: day when I came along. But it's been.
1: Pretty influential, I feel like.
0: Good. Is there anything that you'll miss most about your time in the youth ministry? D-NOW. D-NOW, of course. This of course. the only one. The answer everyone gives for everything. Yeah, old D-NOW. Uh, Something uh, you mentioned, you talked about Homecoming Week and yes. the floats and uh, you being part of all those government associations, You know, student <laughs> leadership. Yes. Uh, you had a lot of responsibility.
1: So yeah, the past, this past year and the year before last, uh, I was in the, uh, stu- I guess the student body, or I was last year, I was the 11th grade, I was in 11th grade class officers this year, I was senior class officer, and uh, I can't say, I mean I've, I missed the fall of sophomore year, so that's kind of a thing, and then 9th grade I just wasn't as involved, which I wish I would have been, to everyone who's 9th grade or below, get involved, it's, it's fun, you make a lot of memories. But eleventh grade and senior year, I will say that one thing that sticks out to me was homecoming week. Absolutely loved it. Uh, everything from the dress up days to working on the float at night. Uh, when you think you know, you're pumping until you're dead, and you know late at night, and you're just like trying to get your float done. Those are really a lot. of, I think good memories uh, you'll make with your friends because you're all going through that at the same time, trying to win. Or maybe not trying to win. We had a four-peat of losses, uh, actually, <laughs> on our homecoming float. So, there was that. <laughs> but
0: You'll never be forgotten for yes, that, right? we'll never be forgotten. What a memory. Yeah. Well, yeah. obviously, Jasper's done, you'll have some great things, but you're also, you're somebody that's always looking forward, and what's next is college, and I know you've had quite the process and mm-hmm. of, of getting to where you wanted to go, and so... Uh, can you tell us about that process, maybe how early people should get, start thinking about that next spot and tell us where you're headed. Uh,
1: yeah, uh, I, the process for me, I, I, probably went a little bit overboard, but definitely it's, it's a lot earlier, um, now than you think it needs to be, uh, I started probably around ninth grade, really trying to figure it out. Uh, I was one of the, I, had, I was one of those kids. I had an Excel spreadsheet, I had, you know all filled out. I was pretty serious about this stuff. I worked my butt off. I personally am pretty proud of what I accomplished these past four years, and I think that it's paid off because I did get into one of uh, my top schools, it's going to be USC University of Southern California. So pretty, fight on, yeah, fight on. I'm pretty excited about that. Um, yeah, uh,
0: that that's a big deal too. I mean, USC being a private school, being in Los Angeles, yes, uh, don't exactly just take anybody. So yeah, uh, it's a testament to the hard work you've put in and to you know all the effort you've put into to applications and things like that. So uh, I assume you're super excited.
1: Oh, ecstatic! Uh, I mean, Los Angeles. Looking at it from just location, I mean, sunny and 75, 20 minutes from the beach, like 30, 45 minutes to good hiking, two and a half hours to incredible hiking, put that out there. And then like four hours to the mountains in Northern California. It's prime location. I couldn't ask for a better spot.
0: As an environment person, yes, uh, you right. will love that aspect. Yes. That uh, right. Also, people a lot of people there care about the environment, yeah. um, or so they say. And yeah. um, I don't know. It's just really cool to, to see you going to—I I grew up—my main thing about USC was two things. Film, mm-hmm. and I was in high school during the Pete Carroll yeah. uh, Reggie, dynasty, yeah. Reggie Bush heart, and Matt Leinart. yeah. Carson Palmer, and they had they had great football teams, and I'm sure they're well on their way back with Lincoln, Lincoln Riley, but a lot of film-related things. I always wanted to do film. I love movies, and so uh, I'm very jealous uh, of your time at USC.
1: Oh, so. I yeah. There's a, a class, one particular class that they really highlighted. I went on an uh, admitted student store last week. La- yeah, last weekend or weekend before last... Anyway and one of the classes that I thought was, it just speaks to the location of the school. It's in a good location with a lot of prominent uh, alumni, and uh, they have this class that is really interesting. I think it's called uh, Theatrical Film Symposium, right? And it's every Thursday, it's four hours, four hour long class, where at the beginning of the class, you get to watch an unreleased movie for about two and a half hours, two hours. And then at the end of the class, the directors and team come out and you get to do a Q and A with them. Huh. And it's insane. And like some of the movies have been through there are like Avengers, some of the later Star Wars and stuff like that. And it's just like, I'm being overflowed with these like cool experiences and opportunities. And I'm just so blessed by the Lord, you know, giving me the ability um, to be able to, you know, experience this kind of stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. Speaking of experience and speaking of you know opportunities from the Lord, uh, you were telling me that you grew up in church, so yes. you you understand small town church and stuff like that. But you were telling me about a uh, one of the differences, and we'll get to lots we'll get to L.A. and the West Coast, but even in D.C., yeah, you were talking about some of the difference between what you'd see here and there. And so, uh, can you elaborate on? Uh,
1: well, for there, I had actually two. Very different kind of experiences with church over there, and one of them was when I went uh, to McLean Bible Church, which is the one that Garrett and Caitlin go to, um, and do their thing. Which was a great church. It was a you know good sermon. Everything. I really enjoyed it, but I just couldn't continue traveling that far. it was. It's... It was. Yeah, it, it was a. It was a hike um, from my apartment. And so I started going to this church uh, called Waterfront, the Waterfront Church of D.C. Uh, it was just on the same block as me, kind of not in the exact same building. But it's like my building, building right beside it. And uh, it was really interesting just because of the way things were set up. And it may be because of the area I was in, but and I'm not saying either of these ones better than the other. It's just differences that I saw was that like here – at waterfront at least they would have like four to 600 they they were talking about this on uh one day during one of the sermons they were like you know we have like four to 600 people coming into this like very very small room because they set it up where they had like a nine thirty service a 10 30 service and 11. like they, they'd have like three or four services throughout the day of like smaller groups of people which i found to be kind of interesting because the room was not that big at all um Jeez, if I had a photo of it, I would show you. But it, it it was really fascinating to me that they had that many people come through that small of a space. Mm-hmm. And it was also, I'm not saying that this church or any of the churches around here are not this way, but it was a very youth center. Yeah, fandom. like it was like the, the average age of the church was like, you know, younger. It wasn't a family-based church because a lot of the people there weren't, Either old enough or didn't have uh, families, and, and some of that
0: is a major city. You're in a major yeah. city, and you're 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 around that, but but still, it's coming from what you're used to here yeah. to going to somewhere like that. It's it's a totally different just thing.
1: A, yeah, a little bit of a culture shock up there, um, for sure.
0: And you had mentioned something about like we were talking about kindness and like one of the things that you uh, southern manners here, but also yes. with the church. Jesus, you know, we're taught to lead with loving others, and yes. kindness is a part of that. And you were telling me that even, like, the doorkeeper at your uh, your apartment yeah. in D.C., I mean, just a little bit of kindness can go a long <laughs> yeah, way.
1: Yeah, um, that was one of the things. Like, growing up in church, you always are taught, you know, like, be kind to people, be nice, which it feels like such a basic thing, especially being from the South. You don't realize how much a little bit of politeness can go, but the person who worked front desk at my apartment, like, I don't know how often she was spoken to or acknowledged as much, but, like, when I first got there, I just started saying, hey, in the mornings, and then by the end, when I moved out uh, last Friday, she was, like, so sad to see me go. She was talking to me. She was like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe you're leaving, and, you know, all this, and all it was was a few, inter- like, not a few, but, I mean, at least one or two, or t- it was at least two interactions with her a day going in and out from... To the internship and back from, and even you know, just small things like, one thing that I found was also really strange was like sometimes I'd hold the door open for some people and they would look at me weird or you know look at me funny and, but I think they still appreciated it. It was just like they were surprised, mm-hmm. and that was one thing that was definitely different about being up there.
0: And I think you'll see that a lot when you move out to Los Angeles. Uh, it, you know, I, not to put on my preacher hat, but, uh, LA is a different vibe. Los Angeles has a lot of different things and you're, you're going to go from this Christian culture of the deep South yes. to the West coast where that is very much not the thing. Now there are some amazing churches. That's not to say that Jesus is not magnified on, on the West coast. Cause he is, uh, it's just going to be very different. And you and I were talking about off air about a passage in Matthew that I'm going to briefly read to you. Jesus was talking, he, he was preaching. And he said, you, I guess is meaning us as believers, as followers of Christ, you are a light of the world. A city situated on a hill cannot be hidden. No one lights a lamp and puts it under a basket, but rather on a lampstand and gives it light for all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before men so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. Thus, to me, there's an opportunity at USC to be that light. And I'm... Curious, you know, what you think from a – what do you think when you hear that passage and then you think about going to a place like USC? Um, It's definitely going to
1: be challenging. There are a lot of different perspectives bouncing out, especially in Los Angeles, bouncing out on the West Coast in Los Angeles. Um, But I think one thing that will keep me grounded was – like Sophia and Luke said when they were talking about senioritis on episode eight, go listen to it if you haven't. Shout out, Shout out episode Love eight out. and to them. Uh, but finding a church home, I think, will be pretty. It, I w- when I visited campus, uh, the only church I saw that was near when I was there, I didn't like. To be honest, I was kind of following the program there. Yeah. I wasn't exactly yeah. scouting for churches. Yeah. But I did notice that there was a Catholic church, a USC Catholic church there, which obviously isn't my denomination. But um, I think that it will definitely be a challenge to find church, but I think it's something that... Uh, it's doable. Yeah, it's doable. That I'm mean, definitely going to attempt to do.
0: I think it takes... it's going to be something crazy. It takes research, too. I think yeah. uh, you, you can find those things. And I think... First Corinthians fifteen thirty three says, "Do not be deceived or do not be misled. Bad company corrupts. Good morals. A lot of it also is who you surround yourself with. Yes. And so uh, that's in any case, anywhere. I mean, you, you listen. Going to Tuscaloosa, the University of Alabama, can be a dark place. Uh, yes. To be a light there is also needed. Uh, I'm not trying to like say that, man, this crazy Los Angeles yeah. culture, but uh, definitely finding a church home will matter because there's a certain level of accountability that, that. you want people to get to know you, there's that Alabama kid um, that yeah. and and love on you and point you to Jesus and I think another thing is like being consistent in prayer and being consistent in the word of God will help you be a light because every light needs a source of you know, I mean, with with these lights in here, it's obviously electricity that powers them. With the lights in Jesus Day, it would it would be oil? You know, and I was like, "There's got to be have a source." Well, our source would be the Word of God. It would be prayer. I and mean, God will sustain us and get us through these things. And so, you have an opportunity to be a light in a very dark place, because LA is just—it's different. It's intimidating. An awesome opportunity, but um, I think that one thing
1: that is good about a large city and a spot like LA where, I think a part of West Coast West Coast culture is like they want you to express yourself or whatever, and you can do that in any way that you see fit. They obviously don't care if you've <laughs> been to California. They do not care, um, and I think that it opens opportunity to all these little niches, um, niche pockets, and I haven't fully. Uh, Yet figured it out, but I think one of the ways that I'm gonna try to, you know, sh- shine a light is to find a group that does service for the Lord through environmental stuff, because I know that's out there somewhere. You'll find it somewhere. USC has a group that does s- called Amazing Grace Fellowship that I'm thinking about joining, but if possible, I feel like there's gonna be a niche to where I could, you know, find something that I like. Um, and also, you know, help glorify the lord, which I think you can do in any college.
0: Yeah, well, no, absolutely. Um, and 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 God gives you these things for a reason, like these passions and these desires. And I think we're we're stewards of the world, right? So God created everything. It's not like God created this and said trash it, you know. Throw trash everywhere, do all these things. That's not I think when we let politics overtake things but I think there's you can as you said there's a niche there where you could use your love of the environment to also glorify the Lord yes. and when people say you know why do you care and it's like well I, I believe God created all these things yeah. I believe God wants us to take care of it too those are opportunities to point people back to the Lord and I, you'd be surprised uh, there's going to be Christians on that campus there's going to be people yeah. that know Jesus and love him and want him to be known. And so I think just like when Sophia and Luke were talking about going to South Alabama, I mean, it's the same thing. you got to go find those people. Not everyone is going to love Jesus just because they live in Alabama. Yeah. You know. So there's plenty that don't. And there's plenty of people that say they love Jesus and their actions show that they don't. So I, I think in a lot of ways, going somewhere like USC as a Christian is a massive opportunity to be a light and so that's going to be my biggest prayer for you is that, you know, that I want you to be successful and I want you to do the things you want. I'm yes. glad you're going to get this opportunity, but be a light for Jesus amongst some people that probably we had mentioned off air. Like I think you said almost a fourth of the yeah. population uh, is, is international. international. Yeah. A
1: fourth of them. Uh,
0: what an opportunity for people to know Jesus by yeah. your actions. Yes. And so, cause a lot of these people may have never heard.
1: Yeah. uh, um, yeah, there are, there are a few that through various you know technology's crazy these days everyone's in touch. Uh, Everyone is in touch. <laughs> one of, through one of these like USC twenty twenty six pages. I mean, I've seen people that are coming from like China, which mm. is crazy because just the way they do religion and stuff there. I think it's definitely going to be a great opportunity because there's a lot of Pacific, mm-hmm. you know, influence uh, in California at USC specifically. A lot of Pacific influence. Uh, and I think, yeah, I think, like you said, it'll be a good opportunity to uh, expand the kingdom.
0: Hmm. Well, know that we're proud of you, know that excited for you, and I can't wait to come visit. Yes, <laughs> to <have> to <laughs> I'm ready to have you. I can't wait to go watch Lincoln Riley and the Boys. Um, uh, yes, yeah. And so, um, well, Camp, I'm so glad you were able to stop by. Uh, beyond the podcast, I don't want really to let everyone sign off on their own yes. and uh, think of something they want to say. Okay. So uh, I'm going to turn that over to you. We had talked about this beforehand, so Oof. I'm kind of putting you on the spot right there. So
1: I'll just say uh, thanks for having me, Justin. I uh, had a great time coming in here. Uh, I really enjoyed listening to – I mean, I'm going to be, you know, face value. Yeah, I'm going to tell you the truth. I haven't listened to every single episode of the podcast But the few that I have, uh, I've really enjoyed. I think they've done, I think you've done really well uh, with it. And yeah, so continue listening. If you're listening to this, get your friends to listen. Shout out uh, JFPC podcast. Peace out.